Hello, friends. Welcome to day 53 of our podcast. We're working through 62 days of transformation, and I hope that these podcasts are a blessing to you and that they are strengthening your spiritual walk with God. Today's truth is about signs. Signs follow my faith. And we're looking at Mark chapter 16, verse 17. These signs shall follow them that believe. And of course, that's only the beginning of that verse, and we're going to delve down into that. But I wanted to start out with that statement. These signs shall follow them that believe. The truth was, signs follow my faith. There are evidences to the life of faith. The life that you're living right now If you're declaring and proclaiming and confessing that you're a child of God, you're a believer in Jesus Christ and his son or daughter, then there should be evidences. You should be found guilty, (laughs) so to speak, because there are these evidences that are seen on your life and in the way you act and the way you talk and the way you carry yourself. Like I said earlier, we're going to look at some of those signs, but I want to say that these things are in context with verse 15 that tells us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We see as Jesus was resurrected and had risen from the dead, in verse 11 it says, when they heard that he was alive and had been seen, they did not believe. Uh, And then verse 13, it says, when they went and told it to the residue, neither did they believe them. And then in verse 14, it says that Jesus appeared unto the the eleven as they sat at meat and abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe them which had seen him after he had risen. So all of this mounted up into verse 15 where he gave them command of the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach. I mean, as all these guys are sitting there, but they don't believe, he's given them a command to go and preach. How do, you, how do you preach something if you don't believe it, you know? But then he follows it up with this verse 17, these signs shall follow them that believe. So it's in context with the declaring of the truth of the gospel. And that's the point I wanted to make before I actually went down deep into these signs. In my name, Notice there that it says, in my name, this gospel that we preach, this word that we take to the nations of the world, this this good news that we share with other people, we do it in Jesus' name. It says, in my name, they shall do these things. So it's predicated upon believing, uh, following through with declaring and doing it in Jesus' name. And that's not just in verbiage only. The name represents the character and the nature of Christ. So if we're going to preach the gospel of Christ, we have to do it in the character of Christ. Uh, Sometimes we're not very effective because we're preaching a truth, but we're we're not declaring it in the nature of the one who spoke it. And it's important that we get those things in alignment so that we can actually have the evidences manifest in our life. In my name, what shall they do? They'll cast out devils. We know all the Gospels are full 
of the tension between good and evil, and we see Jesus as the one that displayed power over the devil uh, and how he manifested that through the casting out of devils. But Jesus also said that we as believers will be able to do this actual thing. We will encounter it because evil is present, it's around, and when you begin to share the good news, you stir things up and they begin to manifest. Uh, Of course, there's different ways we can cast out devils, but that's another message in itself. He also mentioned they'll speak with new tongues. This is a gift that comes uh, in the speaking and interpreting of languages that were never learned intellectually. Uh, It's a manifestation of the Spirit that uh, was seen at Pentecost and continued as an activity of the early church. Again, to take all the time to delve into that, it's going to require another podcast, which we will be able to do. Uh, The taking up of serpents. I want you to see that this is spiritual activity. This is supernatural activity uh, that these evidences uh, show that uh, would follow our life if we're believers, okay? I don't see anything listed here where it says we're going to have lots of money or we're going to be part of a great church building or whatever. There are supernatural signs that follow us. The taking up of serpents is not something that we do to tempt God. It's not something that we do at all, okay? Uh, I know some people have taken it and gone off with it and run off with it and make it a part of their worship. Uh, That's not something that we do because we don't want to tempt God. Uh, But we do see the precedence in Scripture where Paul, in the declaring of the gospel, stuck on an island, shipwrecked, was bitten by a poisonous serpent. and. the, the people were amazed that it didn't kill him. He shook it off into the fire, and he, that particular point was a preaching point for him. And they used it, he used it to, uh, to be a doorway to preach the gospel to those people. Uh, you'll not be harmed by consuming deadly things. Again, this is not uh, licensed to bring poison into your worship service and drink it and play with snakes and stuff. That's not what this is saying. Uh, It's in context with doing the work of the ministry. I know I can honestly say even in my own life, uh, I've been to places and I've eaten things that had the potential. And I know I also know people that that did die in the mission field. Um, And we just, we pray over everything that we eat and we pray over everything that we drink. But uh, in the work of the ministry, uh, the Lord is protecting us because we're actually doing his work. We don't do it intentionally to tempt God and, and try to prove that we have faith. We, we believe him and we follow him uh, and we let him protect us. And then the final one was recovery of the sick through prayer and the laying on of hands, um, something that we've been instructed to do as the church, to believe God. Uh, there are a lot of places that don't have access to medicine and don't have any type of uh, access to any any medical uh, medical assistance whatsoever, but we can go, and it's not that medicine supersedes the power of God, but we go to some of these places and we preach the gospel and we pray for the sick many, many times seeing miracles and just the power of God at work, healing and blessing people, uh, not just in physical 
uh, physical infirmities, but also mental torment and, and other types of things. Um, it's part of the fruit of the gospel. But the thing I want to end on here this morning is that signs in themselves are not the end. It's not that we're seeking after signs, but signs always point to something greater. They point to something bigger. They themselves are not the end, um, but they're just the evidences of something or someone that is greater. And we know who that is, right? That's the Lord himself, and that is the gospel of his kingdom. They prove that the gospel is true. They prove that God is omnipotent. And there, of course, there are many other signs in Scripture, not just those few that are mentioned there in Mark. Uh, there, there are multiple uh, a list of evidences. Uh, of course, the greatest one is the transformed life, the saved life, uh, to witness the, uh, the change of some person that has received Christ and is growing in the Word of God is a phenomenal thing. We still also saw in the, in the first century church boldness. The Bible says when the Spirit came upon them, they spoke with boldness. Uh, that was a, a manifestation of faith. Uh, we even see things as crazy as uh, b- people being translated. Uh, Philip was, was moved uh, in the Spirit from one place to another. Um, we see supernatural provision come. Uh, multiple ways, uh, and uh, I'm sure you've experienced that in your own life. Miracles, signs, the Bible calls them wonders and amazements. Uh, listen, what a wonderful God we serve. What a powerful God we serve. Uh, I'm going to go back and end on the, uh, the original statement, signs follow your faith. Uh, so go today in peace. Uh, go blessed today. Uh, be encouraged. Hopefully the evidences of the gospel are being seen on your life. Uh, They will be the signs that attract other people to Christ and ask you, what makes you different from someone else? And there you'll have an open door to preach the gospel and declare the good works of God. Uh, Go today in peace. God bless you, and I'll catch you tomorrow on the podcast.